Section. Contents. We're going to delve into the concept of empirical risk minimization, ERM, a common problem in statistical estimation and machine learning. In this problem, we're looking at a loss function, which we'll call f underscore i, x, that's evaluated on an input, z underscore i, drawn from a certain distribution. We'll also consider a function, f, that's non-convex, has a lower bound, and has a gradient that's Lipschitz continuous. In urn problems, we estimate a parameter, x, using stochastic gradient descent, SGD, updates. These updates are based on a sequence of iterates and a step size parameter. The SGD updates are calculated using an unbiased estimator of the gradient of f at a certain point. This process can be repeated by selecting an index from a set and processing it. The same index can be selected again. The convergence of SGD for strongly convex functions is well understood, but when it comes to non-convex functions, it's still a bit of a mystery. For a non-convex function, existing analyses show that as the number of iterations increases, either the minimum of the norm of the gradient function approaches zero, or the minimum sub-optimality gap approaches zero. The first approach uses the size of the gradient function to measure convergence, while the second approach considers additional structural properties of f and uses the minimum sub-optimality gap as a measure of convergence. However, both of these approaches have a weakness. They only consider the minimum of the quantity of the gradient function or the sub-optimality gap approaching zero by searching over the entire range of iterates. Some works show that by adding one more random sampling step at the end, the norm of the gradient function at a certain point approaches zero instead. In practice, we run SGD for a large number of iterations, in the order of millions for deep neural network training, and return the last iterate. This raises the question, how practical is the notion of an epsilon stationary point? For example, training a RESNET50 on the ImageNet dataset requires roughly 600,000 iterations. The current non-convex convergence analysis of SGD only tells us that at one of those 600,000 iterations, the norm of the gradient function is approximately zero. This isn't very informative. Numerical experiments suggest that running SGD for more iterations will produce epsilon stationary points more frequently, and the final iterates of SGD will surely contain more epsilon stationary points. This leads us to ask, can we guarantee the existence of an epsilon stationary point for SGD for the non-convex case in the tail of the iterates, given a large enough iteration budget? And can we quantify the density of these epsilon stationary points among the last iterates? In all cases, in a given number of iterations, SGD achieves an optimal convergence rate for non-convex L-smooth functions. A more refined analysis is required to capture this rate. We make several contributions to answer these questions. One. We show the existence of epsilon stationary points in the final iterates of SGD for non-convex functions. 2. We show that for every fixed value between 0 and 1, there exists a large enough number of iterations such that there exists an epsilon stationary point in the final iterations. 3. We can recover the classic convergence rate of non-convex SGD under no additional assumptions. 4. We show that the concentration of the epsilon stationary points in the final iterates of SGD is almost one for a large number of iterations. In the optimization research community, it's commonly agreed that without significantly modifying the SGD algorithm, it's impossible to guarantee the convergence of the last iterate of SGD for non-convex functions with the classic rate. 
Our results clarify why we need to keep producing more iterations while running SGD and why practitioners usually pick the last iterate of SGD instead of randomly picking one of the many iterates. We also extend our techniques to the convergence of random reshuffling SGD and SGD for non-convex and non-smooth objectives. We address certain myths and legends that shape the practical success of SGD in the non-convex world and pose some thought-provoking questions which could set new directions for research. We support our theoretical results by performing numerical experiments on non-convex functions. Section Summary The section discusses the empirical risk minimization, ERM, problem and the convergence of stochastic gradient descent, SGD, for non-convex functions. It highlights the limitations of existing convergence analyses and the need for a more practical notion of convergence. The authors propose a theoretical framework that guarantees the existence of epsilon stationary points in the final iterates of SGD for non-convex functions and quantifies the denseness of these points. They also address common intuitions in the optimization research community and extend their techniques to random reshuffling SGD and SGD for non-convex and non-smooth objectives. Numerical experiments support their theoretical results. Section. Brief Literature Review. Let's delve into a brief review of the literature. The concept of stochastic gradient descent, SGD, convergence for convex and strongly convex functions is well established. However, the focus here is on the less understood area of non-convex convergence of SGD. The idea of non-convex convergence of SGD was first introduced for non-linear, non-convex stochastic programming. Building on this, it was demonstrated that SGD can achieve a certain level of accuracy after a specific number of steps, which is the same complexity as the gradient descent for solving equations. This concept was later expanded to a class of constrained stochastic composite optimization problems, where the loss function is the sum of a differentiable, possibly non-convex, function and a non-differentiable, convex function. Recently, a strong growth condition of the stochastic gradient was proposed. It was shown that under this condition, SGD with a constant step size can attain the optimal rate for non-convex functions. This is an improvement over previous work. Around the same time, a new assumption, expected smoothness, was proposed for modeling the second moment of the stochastic gradient. This achieved the optimal rate for SGD in finding stationary points for non-convex, smooth functions. In addition, the non-convex convergence of SGD was shown using Holder's continuity on gradients. It was also shown that the loss function converges to an almost surely bounded random variable. By using mini-batches to control the loss of iterates to non-attracted regions, the convergence of SGD to a minimum for not necessarily locally convex nor contracting objective functions was proven. Adaptive gradient methods such as ADAM, AMSGRAD, and ADAGRAD are extensively used for deep neural network, DNN, training. Although the non-convex convergence of these algorithms is more complex than SGD, they focus on the same quantities as SGD to show convergence. Compressed and distributed SGD is widely studied to address the network bottleneck in bandwidth-limited training of large DNN models, such as federated learning. The convergence analyses of compressed and distributed SGD for non-convex loss follow the same structure of the existing non-convex convergence of SGD. Some researchers used extra structural assumptions on the non-convex functions and showed SGD converges to a global minimum. When the function is co-coercive, monotonic and has a Lipschitz gradient, the last iterate for extra gradient and optimistic gradient method converge at a certain rate. There are different assumptions to bound the stochastic gradient. 
One model lets the stochastic gradient at iteration t be of a certain form, with a certain bounded noise assumption on the stochastic gradient. Among different assumptions on bounding the stochastic gradient, it was recently noted that the expected smoothness is the weakest among them. This expected smoothness implies that for all iterations, the expected value of the square of the gradient's magnitude is less than or equal to a certain value. Our analyses are based on this assumption, which contains other assumptions as special cases. Section Summary The section provides a brief literature review on the convergence of stochastic gradient descent, SGD, for convex and non-convex functions. It discusses various approaches and assumptions used to analyze the convergence of SGD, including non-convex convergence, expected smoothness, and bounded noise assumptions. The section also mentions the convergence analyses of adaptive gradient methods and compressed and distributed SGD for non-convex loss functions. Additionally, it highlights the importance of structural assumptions in proving convergence to global minimum and the convergence rates of extra gradient and optimistic gradient methods. Section, Analysis. In this section, we delve into the standard analysis of non-convex convergence of stochastic gradient descent, SGD. Typically, this analysis uses either the smallest expected gradient norm or the average of the expected gradient norm, both of which tend to zero as the number of iterations approaches infinity. These analyses rely on specific conditions related to the second moment of the stochastic gradient. We propose a modification to these results, demonstrating that the final iterations of SGD maintain the same complexity guarantee under different step size choices, provided the same set of assumptions are met. An intriguing outcome of our convergence analyses is that they enable us to measure the density of the near stationary points in the final iterations of SGD without any additional assumptions. We use the following notations. R underscore T represents the square of the expected gradient norm. Delta underscore T is the difference between the expected value of the function at time T and the optimal function value. And D underscore T is the product of terms of the form 1 plus L A gamma underscore T caret 2 from T equals 1 to T. We also denote the set of indices of near stationary points as S underscore epsilon. We then present a general result for non-convex convergence of SGD which is a common component in many known results in the literature. This result shows that for any learning rate, gamma underscore t, that is less than or equal to 1 lb, the sum of the product of the learning rate and the previous expected gradient norm squared is less than or equal to 2 delta underscore 0 plus c a d underscore t. From this, we derive the classic non-convex convergence of SGD with a constant learning rate. We also discuss the case of a decreasing learning rate. We show that in the entire range of iterations, there is one R underscore T that approaches to zero with a rate proportional to one SQRT T as the number of iterations approaches infinity. We then outline the proof of our main theorem, which involves using the smoothness properties of the function and the expected smoothness of the stochastic gradients. We also discuss the implications of different learning rate choices. We then address some common misconceptions about the non-convex convergence of SGD. We debunk the myth that the convergence of SGD is determined by the minimum of the norm of the gradient function over the range of all iterations. We also challenge the belief that different step size choices result in novel convergence guarantees for SGD, and the notion that better assumptions in upper bounding the stochastic gradients result in better convergence. Finally, we present a theorem that shows the density of the near stationary points in the top portion of the tails approaches 1 as the number of iterations increases. 
This suggests that for a large enough number of iterations, almost all the iterations in the top portion of the tails are near stationary points. Section Summary In this section, the authors modify the standard analysis of non-convex convergence of SGD and show that the last iterations of SGD maintain the same complexity guarantee under different step size choices but under the same assumptions. They also introduce a new result that allows measuring the density of epsilon stationary points in the final iterates of SGD without additional assumptions. This result shows that for large enough t, almost all iterations in the top eta portion of the tails are epsilon stationary points. Section. Numerical evidence. We've carried out tests on non-convex functions with both smooth and non-smooth, for deep neural networks. Loss to back up our theoretical findings, which are based on the stochastic gradient denoted as g underscore t. In real-world applications, g underscore t can be determined by sampling and processing small batches of data. So, in addition to tracking the norm of the gradient of the function at a point, x underscore t, denoted as nabla f, x underscore t, and the value of the function at x underscore t, denoted as f, x underscore t, we also monitor the norm of the stochastic gradient of the minibotch denoted as nabla f underscore b underscore t, and the stochastic loss of the minibotch, denoted as f underscore b underscore t. Here, b underscore t represents the selected minibotch of data at the t iteration and f underscore b underscore t is the average of the function values at x underscore t for all data points in the minibotch. For non-convex and smooth loss, we look at logistic regression with non-convex regularization. This involves minimizing a function, f, x, which is the average of a sum of terms, each term being a function of the data points and the variable, x, plus a regularization term that is a sum of functions of the components of, x. The data points are given, and the regularization parameter, denoted as, lambda, is positive. We perform the tests on the A1A dataset from LIBSVM, where the number of data points is 1605 and the dimension of the variable, x, is 123 and we set lambda to 0.5. The results are averages of 10 runs of stochastic gradient descent, SGD, with different minibotch sizes, and the shaded area in the figures represents the standard deviation. For non-convex and non-smooth loss, we use a feed-forward neural network, FNN, for MNIST digit classification. The FNN has one hidden layer with 256 neurons activated by the ReLU function, and a 10-dimensional output layer activated by the softmax function. The loss function is the categorical cross-entropy. We calculate the loss in the stochastic gradient during training using different mini-batches, and the total loss in the full gradient are computed using all 42,000 samples. The results are averages of 10 runs, and the shaded area in the figures represents the standard deviation. We also examine the concentration of epsilon stationary points. For a chosen epsilon of 0.01 and a chosen eta of 0.2, we plot the density of the epsilon stationary points as a function of the iteration number, t, for non-convex logistic regression problems. As t increases, the density of the epsilon stationary points approaches 1 from below, which confirms our result. 